this is life actually welcome back welcome back today we are going to discuss a really interesting topic about boundaries talking all about boundaries setting them when to set them tips and tricks it's important and i would consider both of us to be like pretty nice people um i feel like i don't know at least like a lot of my friends will say oh you're so nice you're so nice like so i think that like there's a big misconception around boundaries that like you have to be mean to have boundaries you have to be intense to have boundaries um and there is like a little bit of truth you do kind of have to to stick your ground and you have to be confident about things and whatever but um I don't feel like you have to be mean I don't feel like you have to like rub anyone the wrong way or like push people around or hurt people's feelings to set boundaries I feel like there's a healthy way to do it and still be a nice person that someone looks up to and respects and thinks is um is is respectful of them in their time if anything actually I think boundaries kind of show your respect for another person more than not having boundaries do it helps you respect yourself and it helps respect others yeah I agree and I definitely don't think that you need to be this super rude like a mean person and you don't even have to come off that way to set boundaries like you said I consider us both really nice really kind outgoing people I mean I feel like we both will talk to anyone and everyone like we're just both very kind but with that being said I'm not afraid to set a boundary at all I'm very um specific with how I spend my time I'm very strategic with who I let in my life and so a boundary does it does not bother me one bit to set a boundary and make a rule because at the end of the day like it's your life you only get one life and you want to live it the best way possible you know if you have a negative like aunt sally all up in your grill all the time and and like sometimes you just need a boundary whether it's a family member a friend like whoever it is sometimes you just need that boundary right it's important. Well, and I read something, it had to have been yesterday or the day before, about boundaries. And it said, like, if you're feeling, um, it, it, this is these are common emotions. Yeah. So if you're feeling any, like, sort of taken advantage of, or if you're feeling um, used or um, depleted, a lot of time that's a sign that a boundary needs to be set. And so the thing I like about boundaries in general is it kind of gives you some of that power where you're not sitting here complaining saying, oh, well, you know, it's my sister's fault because she called me and was saying blah, 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 and that put me in a bad mood. If you set a boundary, you're taking the control of that situation and saying, okay, she is you know, in a really negative mood. I know this phone call is going to upset me. I'm going to politely say like, hey, can we talk about this later? I'm kind of having a a hard day or I'm not really in the space to like hear this right now. That's a way to set a boundary without like totally, you know, blowing the person off or being rude to them. You know, you're letting them know of your own weaknesses and vulnerabilities, but still like keeping control of the situation and not just like letting them do their damage and then, going after the fact and blaming them for the situation this sounds counterintuitive but I feel like boundaries kind of give you more freedom in the sense that it allows you to have more freedom with time more freedom with what you're thinking in particular um I think that boundaries have become a huge topic of conversation recently especially um I mean I see um I follow I think it's Mel do you know I'm talking about the famous therapist Mm mm-mm um anyways she's like a really famous therapist or psychiatrist I think her name's Mel Mel Robbins that's who it is okay yes Mel Robbins um and she talks about setting boundaries a lot and not being afraid to set boundaries and and the reality of you know cutting off people setting those boundaries when you need to of people who are toxic in your life or sucking the energy or the life out of your life Mm -hmm. um I definitely have had people that you know that I love a lot um but that kind of are just energy suckers and really really negative and so I set boundaries on the time that I spend with them you know right and I I think that boundaries can go a lot of different ways um I I think that another really important area 
um, as far as boundaries goes is setting boundaries even when people can contact you and like how contactable you are like I don't even know if that makes sense but yeah Ellie I feel like um, you you have a ton of friends and so you kind of get this too like people just texting you all the time which mm-hmm. like no it's shame a good to thing. that it's a great thing but your inbox and yeah. so that is where it becomes an issue yes. it's like I'm grateful for my friends that reach out to me and care about me but I hate when I feel like this little square in my hand is like the only thing I can focus on. Yes and it just feels like a chore to answer to people and I don't even do good answers like whenever Mm -hmm. I feel like it's it's a chore and I'm like having to respond to this person this moment and like forcing myself to I don't even like give good answers back like it just kind of like have to it so I I kind of like will batch my texts and like sit down and do them all at once for people just checking in on me obviously family's different but that was one bad that I set that completely changed my life and yes people get mad sometimes because they're like oh you can be a little hard to reach sometimes like it's kind of annoying but I'm like yeah well I I got 84 texts the other day I'm not answering all those in one day right. you know well it's, that's a lot that's really overwhelming and like you said with boundaries it gives you more freedom to use your time in a more generous way if that makes sense like it it sounds like that that would be the opposite but like whenever you said that earlier it reminded me of like for example um if someone if you you know you set times for when you're going to go to the store and when you're going to do this when you're going to do that and I know you're a very regimented person but I also know like if you're at Trader Joe's and some old lady stops you and wants to talk to you about her day you would sit there and talk to her for a whole hour about her day especially if it was something positive and like it was helping her feel better I know that you would do that I would do that even though I would consider myself someone that has boundaries and is really particular about their time because I feel like if you are particular and you do have those boundaries you actually have more cushion than like you plan for it, if that makes sense. Like, you plan for the worst, and so then, like, really, that kind of stuff doesn't throw you through a whole loop, and I feel like for you, that's something I've noticed, and then also, not only with, like, strangers or, like, an old friend that you're catching up with, but with your inbox, like you were just saying, if you're getting a million text messages, but you're really particular about when you answer them, who you answer, how you answer, you know, like, how much attention you give to it, um, that allows you to be more available for the people that you mm-hmm. need to be available for. Like you said, you're not available, but I picture like pretty much every time I call you, I feel like you either answer or you decline it and text me right away and say, I'm going to call you in 10 minutes. And then you do, but I feel like you're really available for me because you're not available for everyone. If that makes yeah. sense. No, it definitely does. I will though disagree with you on one thing with the, <laughs> with the, like talking to the old lady, I'm I'm not trying to make myself out to be super mean. I would talk to someone, but I and that is one honestly one of the things I feel like I'm really good at is cutting like cutting off small talk conversations that are wasting my time. I'll talk to you for a couple minutes. I am very outgoing and I do love to talk to people. Like I'm I will talk to anyone and everyone. Like I literally I don't care who you are, what your background is. Like I will talk any age level, I'll talk to you. But I am so like I if it's if it's gone like five minutes I've got stuff to do move on with my day sorry I'm really in a rush I've got uh the x y and z I've got a lot to do like I will cut it off in a nice way I'm not gonna sit there and be rude and be like I gotta go but like I do pride myself and I will definitely like cut things off like that and I do feel like that is what allows me to have the time that I do because I don't waste time like talking to so-and-so about gossip for an hour or talking mm-hmm. in the grocery store um but you definitely you you have a good it's you have a good point though like with the cushioning and you do have more time if I want to talk to that person but mm-hmm. I just wanted to put that out there that I think it is important if someone is kind of like wasting your time and it's going on forever like you've got to be able to like cut it off if it's negative I would always say cut it off yeah. like you could literally be you know on an in- an intentional lunch date with your friend and if your friend's being negative the whole time like I'm not saying get up and leave but like change that conversation and set that boundary in that way but I do think like with positive conversation like there something I, I like about setting boundaries is I feel like it gives me room to like slow down every once in a while and like I said like if some old lady comes up to me and like wants to talk about how her husband passed away and she's had a really hard time like I feel like I can like sit there and listen versus being like I gotta go I gotta go and there are days where that's not the case but I feel like sometimes um 
that I am like able to do that because I'm a very good communicator and I feel like even if I did have like um a lunch plan with my mom right after the grocery and I know that this is putting me 30 minutes behind I know that while I'm talking to this lady I can text my mom and say hey by the way I'm gonna be about 30 minutes late like and you know it's I feel like communication and boundaries go hand in hand and so like you don't want to do something that's gonna like completely like put you in a bad situation like don't talk to the old lady when you need to go to work you know that's irresponsible but if there's something that you can like budge and whatever I feel like that kind of thing at least like in my life has been beneficial and made me feel better about myself like as if I can help people and so every once in a while that's something I do is like try to slow down try to have the conversation with you know the lady I haven't seen this girl I haven't seen in in years or this person I haven't talked to in months that calls me and wants my advice about something I don't know anyway I feel like you know you can, you know you need to know yourself and know your life and know where you can make adjustments and where you can make room from things and where you can't where it's mm-hmm. going to cost you more um like I said like with work getting in trouble that's not worth it I want to go back to a point that you kind of touched on brought up a little bit when you said if if something's negative you know you immediately kind of try to deviate from it or mm-hmm. shut it down and set that boundary when and and I say this because this happened to me the other day I was with someone and it was just negativity um talking just co- bad comments talking bad and I Ellie I feel like this is something we both agree on and, and we both are feel very strong about is gossiping mm-hmm. we don't gossip like honest honestly we really don't and I don't really hate gossip period end of story and so yeah that was just a lot of what this conversation was for me and it was just negative it was honestly just pulling the energy out from me so I was just like okay yeah like I'm just I'm gonna like put my airpods in and like go do this and just kind of deviated away from the whole situation because yeah. I was like I don't want to waste my time like hearing about this gossip and, and gossiping just sucks the energy out of me in general. So if someone's going to try to gossip to me for like a long time, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. This is a waste of time. And who feels good after they gossip? No one. Right. No one does. We've all done it. No one feels good. So that's a strong boundary I set up. I really don't deal with that. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, something I, I've also put in place with some of my friends well by some I mean several of my friends I've told them this either like directly or like you know they've heard me say it to someone else or they've heard me say it in my podcast or whatever but something that I really practice in my life is if it is directly affecting you and it's happening something happening to you or around you I'll talk to you about it with the hopes of coming to a solution But if you want to talk about something that's happening to someone else and it has nothing to do with you and you don't care about like finding a solution for them, you're not trying to talk about how this happened to them and you want to help them, you just want to sit and talk about it, I like, and I'm not perfect, but I will very, very rarely engage in that type of conversation because Mm -hmm. I don't have time for that. And I also just do not enjoy that at all. It makes me feel terrible when I talk bad about someone or whenever I talk about someone behind their back and it's not even necessarily negative, but just like, can you believe this happened to them? Blah, blah, blah. And then like we sit on our butts and like don't help them. That makes me feel feel gross. I feel, I don't know. I just don't like it. Yes. It's never productive. And that's why I like productive conversation. I feel like if you know, if you had a, something happen, and even if Lily came to me and she wanted to, it's not necessarily talking bad about someone if someone did something to her, and if she wanted to come tell me that, I don't consider that like gossip if she wants to come to a solution. If she just wants to tell me it and then just like, okay, bye, like then that's just kind of talking negative for no reason. But if she's like, oh my gosh, this person did this, 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 what should I do? How do I like get through this how do I talk to them about this like that's not gossip at all and like for me I will talk to you about your problems if they're your problems and you actually want help with it and you want a solution yeah there definitely is a very distinguishable difference and like (laughs) 
you probably I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I feel like you just like know when someone's gossiping. Yes. There's a way they say things. You're not smiling. You know that you're whenever. not when they're like, oh yeah, I just feel so bad for so and so. Like okay, like let's be real with what you're doing. You when just they say they talk feel about, bad, but you're smiling at the same time. It's you like, don't feel bad. Come on, no, you don't. It's like, can you believe what happened? And you're smiling. Like it's not. We we all know what you're up to. I know you're not sad. And we've about all it. done it. We've all done it in the past, but like, come on, we all know what's going on there. There's a distinguishable difference. If someone comes to me, like you were saying, with the problem and it's a, it's a serious problem, like it needs a solution and they're talking me through it. Maybe it involves someone else, but it, did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it involves someone else, but you know, they're still in it. And like, it's, it's very much like an actual issue. It's not like, oh my God, guess what just like happened with so-and-so. Da, da, da. Like if, if it's serious and I'm more than happy to spend my time, like talking you through it and finding a solution. Cause that's what I want someone to do with me. Yeah. And that's what you do with me. Like if I'm having a problem, you know, you help me and talk me through it. it. There's a very distinguishable difference, but I think we can both agree on the fact that we both set up strong, strong, strong boundaries yeah. with that. Most um, people don't even come to me with their, like, just plain gossip because they know I don't really care about it. But I really do like being available for people when they need advice. And that's something that, like, setting that boundary gives me more time to engage in productive conversations with people mm-hmm. when they actually do have an issue. Or when I have an issue, I have more people who want to talk me through it because they know that that's what I would do for them, you know? I feel like if you're someone who's just constantly gossiping, constantly, like, you know, being negative about other people and then you go to mm-hmm. someone else with your problem, your actual problem, they're going to look at you and like think that you're just like gossiping and and their response to you probably won't be very helpful. It'll probably just be like, oh yeah, like that's terrible. I can't believe that. And that doesn't yeah. help. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like if they know that you're productive and you want a solution, it, then they'll be more likely to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be the type of friend that you want other people to be. Yeah. And like, like I said, with the boundaries, if you make it clear what kind of things like you won't, you will or won't engage in, that really just like clears up time yeah. for and other things. actions speak louder than words too. If people yeah. observe you not giving in, no one likes to gossip to someone who's going to like act like a wall. That's what I've noticed. Right. So that people will just stop too. Yeah. Um, one thing that I want to discuss is setting boundaries with people that are close to you, whether it's friends, family members, acquaintances, people at work, I don't know, just kind of like in your circle, your day to day, well, not day to day necessarily, but your circle, you know, yeah. um, that you frequent setting boundaries with them when it's someone that you don't want to X out of your life, you know, like a terrible friend or like oh, whatever, yeah. someone that you can't necessarily X out of your life and maybe you don't want to, but it, whenever you're around them too much sometimes it's just like an energy sucker it's just like negative or you just have to be around this person for x y and z reasons um because that can get tough to kind of distinguish how to set that boundary and like not make it awkward not make it weird not be mean um and it's not even like you're necessarily having to go and say I'm setting this boundary like no Mm -hmm. it can be like a subtle thing um I know I have like set subtle boundaries in the in the past um which is like limiting my time around that person and then limiting my interactions with that person by being careful about what I choose to do so for example if you are hanging out with a group and you know this person's going to be in it and and you're going to be with them for hours on end, you know, maybe don't hang out with that group. It's just being really cognizant and being aware of when this person's going to be in your life and where and how much you can tolerate and kind of going from there. Right. Well, and I think too, there's, there's a very, very fine line between like cutting someone off completely and like just cutting specific ties that you have to a person Like, maybe you, like Lily said, there's this girl that's in this specific group that that you're in, and you feel like when you're around her and you're around that group, you make worse decisions and you need to set a boundary there. And so you cut the tie of, like, the group, but you still hang out individually with other girls in that group, and maybe even the girl that you feel like causes, like, some issues for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe you even hang out with her, too, because you're not just trying to completely, like, be like hateful and just cut her off but you just you know that like you need to hang out with her in a different environment if that makes sense you know there's there's certain people that 
you don't want to go to the bar with and then there's certain people that you don't want to go to lunch with and there's certain people that you don't want to go shopping with maybe people have different influences on you in different mm-hmm. ways or cause you to cross certain boundaries right you know it's you all go, situational in my opinion you go shopping with this one friend and she always like pressures you to buy more stuff than you should and like that might sound stupid but in your head you're like okay I'm not gonna go shopping with her anymore because she always makes me feel like I need to buy more things and that that's a bad influence on me. Or like, you know, you hang out with one friend and if you go to lunch with her, mm-hmm. she's always talking a bunch of crap. But you know, if you go out with her to the bar, there's not as much of an opportunity for her to gossip. So that's yeah. more harmless. You know, you you have to kind of pick and choose what Definitely. settings. Yeah. Well, and I can like speak from experience on this a little bit too in the past. Um, I Because I, I think boundaries sounds really negative sometimes. It's not always that you this person's making you so mad or you can't stand them. It may just be something like the shopping. Like you just mentioned, you know, when you're going shopping, you might not want to go with that friend because they're going to encourage you to spend a lot of money. In the past, I've had a friend um, who I love so much, like love her so much. It was nothing like bad against her. But when I was with her, like very frequently, I just would never get anything done. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like we all kind of have that friend. It's nothing negative. It's nothing bad towards a person. But you know, sometimes we just like have a little, you know, we just, we just can't focus around some people. And so I knew, okay, Lily, yeah, maybe let's not like do schoolwork with this person. Cause you're going to like completely get off tax task and, and derail and like not, you know, not stay on track or, um, maybe like just don't try to get a ton done of productivity when you're with this person. Yes. Maybe plan to just go do dinner and just focus on this person. Cause all you're going to do is like have fun and goof off, which is great. But right. it's like knowing that and setting the boundary and knowing when to have that person in your life and, and doing what things, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I think too, something that needs to be understood about boundaries, and this is what in the first place like got me more comfortable with setting the boundaries, is that whether or not you choose to set the boundary, if you're having negative feelings about something, you will end up feeling them either way, if that makes sense. So I'll break it down for you. If you know that that friend distracts you every time you study, but you continue to study with them, you're going to start feeling negatively towards them. You're going to be angry towards them. You're going to hold it against them in your back of your head. You're going to be like, oh, they're the reason that I didn't do good on this test. They're the reason that I took forever to do this assignment. So like, it's better to set the boundary, whether you tell them that you're doing it or not, that you're setting it or not. Um, it's better to set the boundary because if you're thinking those like negative things about them and feeling like angry towards them and then next thing you know, you end up lashing out on them. That is way worse than just not studying with them, like Lily said, and doing other things with them instead. That is so much worse and I promise it will hurt their feelings so much more if you freak out on them and you're like, I'm so done studying with you. You got, you're the reason that I didn't pass this test. Like you had me so like distracted the other day like it's so annoying if you freak out on them like that that's gonna be way worse than if you're just like you know hey like I sorry I can't I can't study with anyone this week like I'm just I'm only gonna study with my one roommate because I really really need to focus on this test I'm sorry but I would love to hang out with you can we go get coffee like I just want to give you my one-on-one attention I just have been really distracted lately yeah you know you don't have to make it all about them but just say like, and don't lie. Don't be like, oh, I'm not going to study with anyone and then go study with other people because that's messed up too. But like, you know, you can say, I'm just going to study with my roommate because she knows this material so much better than me and I really need to focus or something. And that might hurt their feelings a little bit, but they're going to appreciate your honesty and they're going to not be as mad. Like if they see you with your roommate studying and you told them you were going to study alone, like that would really make them upset or if you continue to study with them like I said and then you lashed out on them that would make them upset so it's definitely the most effective and the least hurtful thing that you can do even if it is a little awkward and uncomfortable yeah well and when you frame it the correct way too and you know you say hey like you say hey I think I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna study alone this week because I really can't get off focus like I think I'm just gonna like study alone at the library but I definitely want to hang out with you next week and like we can go to dinner and we can like totally catch catch up and chat and hang out and whatever maybe we get ice cream after whatever um but kind of like reaffirming it with something positive too yeah 
because I know in the past I've definitely had friendships where um, friends can like get offended it for you know saying oh my gosh you just don't want to hang out with me like whatever um but it's really not like that and so I think explaining and just like oh my gosh yeah next week we'll totally do something and planning ahead and reframing it in more of a positive light can help people not get their feelings hurt as much I guess yeah um and so yeah I think just being up front too and sooner rather than later because I definitely have had my fair share of like lashing out and like like about to pull my hair out because I didn't set the boundary initially and I just let things go and I was like oh it's fine Lily like just stay here it's fine like you're gonna be fine and then I end up pulling my hair out at the end of the night because I've spent eight hours at the library and I've got nothing done because my best friend next to me is just like wants me to know her my opinion on every single outfit (laughs) from Nasty Gal probably (laughs) has been you at times and like not in a no we we do that to each other sometimes we literally do we literally do but like anytime of you were like oh I need to go do this like I knew like okay she just needs to get in her zone I'm not offended but like I do agree some people are gonna get offended but like I was saying earlier and like you just said you're gonna lash out if you don't get it out there Mm -hmm. and I know and you know a ton of not confrontational people and I even considered myself to be not confrontational for majority of my life and that's something I've changed and don't get me wrong I'm not sitting over here like I pick my battles so I I don't Mm -hmm. confront people about everything but I will say like if it's something that I could see being a recurring thing and it's going to cause me to lash out I will be confrontational even if it does feel awkward and it does hurt their feelings a little bit. And like I said, you don't have to be mean, but just being straightforward. And like Lily said, you know, coming up with a a solution for it, like let's grab lunch. It's so much better than ending up ghosting them or whatever. Like even the least confrontational people become confrontational at some point. And it just might present itself in a different way. They may become standoffish and they may choose not to talk to somebody anymore because of the all the times that a boundary was crossed or they may just like completely ghost you or they may freak out on you or you know they may just act really weird around you or talk behind your back none of those are better than just going to the source and saying I love you I want to spend time with you but let's spend time in a different environment yeah you know I think boundaries can prevent a lot of like negativity yes. gossiping talking bad because you're just being honest and upfront. Like, you know, and I'm glad that they are kind of hearing your perspective as someone who's not as confrontational because on the flip side for me, if you are more confrontational, you will relate to this more. I like to nip things in the bud. If I have a problem with you, I hate like saying it that way, but I mean, if there's a problem, if there's conflict, you will know and we will be talking about it in like a nice way. I'm not like, oh my gosh, like get trying to pick fights or like get in fights over here, but I like to nip things in the bud, take care of them, and and get them done. I hate passive aggressiveness. That is probably one of my most annoyed things. Like if there's some tension, if there's awkwardness, if there was drama, someone talked bad about someone, and now I know. Like I will tell you, and all my close friends know that, and I feel like it's all about just doing it in a way that is – caring and considerate because I get told a lot oh yeah Lily like you're really confrontational but it doesn't feel like you're straight up just attacking 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 yes because I like to go into things as saying um hey like I know that you um I know that you were struggling to do the dishes because you were really really busy last week and I totally get that because like I was really busy too and I know it's really hard to like kind of do that around your time but do you think you could like do yours this week just so it's it's not the dishes aren't cluttered and we don't get ants or we don't get like bugs I don't know that was like the most randomest example but reframing things in kind of more of a positive light and not making someone feel so singled out and attacked when you set that boundary is really really important and I think it's necessary to getting people to understand you you know how do you how do you get someone to understand you when you're being like I do not need to see you on Monday Wednesday and Friday because of x y and z you know you you're not going to get anywhere from being aggressive and angry and just like attacking you've got to go at it from like a different light and and being nice and kind in a considerate manner like you were being more considerate for the other person than you are for yourself Mm -hmm. and that's just kind of how I think of things and 
I think that's just helped me deal with people in general and that's a really good life tip in general is you know always having the other person in mind because people are going to be way more responsive to you people are going to be way more likely to cater to you people are going to be way more likely to give you what you want when you think about them in mind first that's just how life is you know people are selfish and everyone is every single person on this earth you know is to some degree selfish and so when you think of someone and you put it in that light it I think makes people a lot more likely to respond to you well and I think too it's important to consider that you know there's people who I feel like you and I have a very open communication and anytime there's tension or whatever one or the other of us says something we solve it and we're both very responsive to each other's um like confrontation or boundaries respectful and and I feel like we're also both like pretty understanding of each other but I will say not everyone's like that and it's not just like um it's I'm not like that with everyone I feel like I'm like that with you and you're like that with Mm -hmm. me maybe you're like that with everyone maybe you're not but I feel like there's certain people that can rub you the wrong way more than others Mm -hmm. or certain people that you don't receive things from as well like if my mom sets a boundary with me it rubs me the wrong way whereas like I said if Lily sets a boundary with me I can take it I don't know why but that's just kind of like something I deal with so I think it's important to keep in mind that like not everyone's going to respond to your boundaries in the same way and there are going to be some people that you know misconstrue it or make themselves the victim yeah I think that there's just there's people who will respond well there's people that will respond poorly and everything in between and I think it's just important to know like when those people you know victimize themselves or like you know I'm not trying to say that in any mean way but like some people will hear it as like you know I don't want to hang out with you like you were saying uh just because you Mm -hmm. said you didn't want to study with them and so like like Lily said frame it in a good way make sure you offer an alternative solution make sure you make them feel valued but there are still going to be people that still make themselves the victim still respond negatively to your uh, boundaries and so something I do with those type of people is I will try to keep everything like in in text form if that makes sense and I know that might sound childish I'm not someone who prefers to like confront someone over text but I do think that sometimes it's better to do it that way just because you don't want them to be able to take your words and you know like say you said something you didn't say yeah that's the worst and I feel like your text can be twisted so make sure that you are like you know I know this sounds dumb but like use the right punctuation like avoid cap maybe a little avoid caps lock maybe a little white heart at the end just to like yeah and don't be passive aggressive necessarily either through text but I'm just saying you know watch the way watch the way you say things just like you would in Mm -hmm. real life because you don't want to seem passive aggressive you don't want to seem like petty or whatever but in general a lot of times if you keep it matter of fact and you text the person and you also keep it you know polite they even if they don't respond well, a lot of times they'll come back around to it and they might read it again and then they're like, actually, that's not what she was trying to say. Yeah. Like, now that I'm reading it a second, third time, like, I get what she's trying to say. And so then that person can't really, like, turn it around, right. you know? Well, and I think, too, I think that we do so well with that, with, with like, dealing with conflict. I mean, we really don't have a lot yeah, at all, just being honest. But if we do, like, we have so much respect for one another – I think, and I think that's why, like, we hear, we respect each other enough to hear each other out and really listen and take into account what the other person is hearing, not what we want to hear, not what our emotions reacts to hear. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people react on emotions and um, maybe don't have as much respect. And so it's it's a little bit harder. And I feel like we're both really self-aware, like emotionally aware people. And so sometimes, you know, you're not going to, get someone who is really, really self-aware, emotionally aware. And also like you have to think people have so much stuff going on in their lives. And especially if you are setting a boundary because it may be a negative situation, like maybe the person you're around is always gossiping. Maybe they are always like super negative to the extreme where a negative word is everywhere that's coming out of their mouth. You know, those people usually have some turmoil or something going on um, 
there's usually a root problem to that because if people are happy enough in their lives they're not going to be sitting there doing those things so I think it's just important to keep in mind that when you set boundaries don't expect to hear this peachy keen answer because it's not always what you're going to get but at the end of the day if the boundary is what is necessary for your happiness and what's necessary for you to move forward and live the best day-to-day life you know you've got to do that you've got to do you I know you hate when I say that Ellie (laughs) but you really do and you've got to set your own set yourself up for your own life you know set up your own life the way you want to live it with the people in it that you want and that make you feel the best or else it's just a waste of time and life is so short as we always say it really truly is it's way too short to be filling it with especially negative people yeah those boundaries have got to go up and I think I always ask myself I do like a little self-evaluation like is is walking away from the situation gonna make me a better person or staying in it gonna make me better like am I walking away because I just don't feel like dealing with her right now or am I walking away because I know that if I stick around I'm gonna say some things I shouldn't you know like you can't do things in your life that are going to cause you to be a worse person, going to cause you to act in ways that you know aren't right, going to cause you to say things that you shouldn't say. Like, not setting those boundaries is really being, like, negligent of your own character. You have to take care of, like, the the person that you want to be, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like, if you just keep on accepting the invite to go out with this one friend every single time she asks and you know that you're trying not to go out as much, you're being negligent of your own, of the person that you want to be. You're being negligent of your character and you're letting yourself compromise for someone else. And so maybe you say to her, you know, I would love to hang out with you, but let's go get coffee. Is that okay? Or can we do lunch? Let's do can sushi. we do dinner? Yeah. Can we do a walk in the park? Like you you can compromise for people every once in a while like you know it's oh it's her birthday and so like I'm not going to make it about me like we talked about that in our episode about about uh, going out to eat if it's somebody's birthday or whatever like you know that's when you kind of just get over yourself or you know if someone's having a really hard time and you know that she'd really really appreciate it if you went out with her and spent time with her yeah fine but like overall on a regular day-to-day basis like 90 eight percent of the time you can say no but like Mm -hmm. that's something I always tell people is like you don't have to say no you can say no but you know like you can say no I'm not going to go out with you tonight I have a lot of homework but I will um go get coffee tomorrow like reframing it together or you know something positive um when you reframe things into a positive light you will be so much more uh or just in the other person's interest too uh you'll be so much more surprised about the response that you get honestly right right. and this sounds like such a um like I know your mom's probably said this to you and like everyone and their mother has said this but who you are is who you hang around truly yeah that the closest way is it five or ten people I don't remember the exact quote that's like at the end of the day who you become and and kind of what your identity is going to be framed in so if you have someone that's like in your circle that's constantly you know, pulling you away from your goals. Um, like say you're really trying not to go out as much and you're trying to focus on yourself and, and, and get up early and work out and eat good and feel good. You know, if you are surrounding yourself with your friend that's that's going out like naked on the bar five nights a week, it's just like, you know, not everyone's going to understand that. But, you know, it's, it's just like that's not who you're going to be pushed to be. You've got to surround yourself with people that are going to push you to be good and set boundaries against the people who are not pushing you more towards your goals. Because at the end of the day, surrounding yourself with people who pull you down is never going to get you anywhere. It's never going to motivate you more. It's never going to push you to be who you want to be. And I've had to really realize that and take inventory of who I really am spending my time with and what value they're adding into my life. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side, what value I'm bringing to my really good right. friends' lives. I you know, I want to be, I want to be bringing value to my other friends' lives too. And I want to be really self-aware and emotionally aware and not acting out of emotions or getting angry over stuff that I shouldn't be getting angry about. So all in all, just take inventory of who you're around and really be self-aware enough to know when people aren't serving you and set those boundaries when they're not. And I think another like little category of like, boundary setting is just 
being yourself and being true to like the the morals that you have the standards that you set I think that something that is so 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 cherished in our world is authenticity and people who just are who they are and just show up and say you know yeah I don't drink okay like but let's still we can still hang out you know like or yeah I no, I, I wake up at I wake up early in the morning like that's just what I do like I know that like even if other people don't at this sleepover I'm going to like I'm still going to gonna get up and I'm gonna go do my thing and so like just being you and doing what you like what's like sticking true to yourself is important and I think that that allows you to bring more value to other people's lives because first of all everyone was created to be different and to have a different purpose and bring something different to the table and so like I kind of like to think of myself as like you know a collection of all these different like ideas and ideals that I have and I like to every time that I'm different and I feel like I do something that's different than what other people are doing I feel like it's me like capitalizing on my ability to like bring something different to the table and to like bring value to other people's lives in a different way and I noticed that like so much of what people like about me is what's different than like what they might be doing or what their other friend does and I'm not saying that like oh I do this better than them but like being different is nice because if I'm the girl that is always down to go get coffee with someone and someone needs that, like, they know they can call me, you know what I mean, if I'm, but if I'm not the girl that, like, will go to the bar with them, they know not to bother asking with that kind of thing, and, like, that's, that's kind of, like, a balance that you can have, is, like, knowing what environments you like to be in, knowing what type of things you like to do, sticking true to yourself, and then, like, you know, pulling other people into that, pulling people up with you, and just being, like, a Oh, somebody that people can like re- be relieved to be around like it, I feel like so many times people have said I just loved like you know getting to know you and getting to spend time with you because I felt like I had someone that I could just go to Target with and not have to like do something crazy fun like go out or like you know do something all crazy like I love just going to Target in our PJs and like we don't have to do anything so it's just it gives people like um, a safe place if you can just kind of be yourself and be authentic. No I totally agree with that and I think it just gives off the message about like you don't even have to say you have boundaries when you are yourself and you're living by how you want to live because people just expect that from you right you know I don't have to set a boundary when I'm at my friend's house that I'm going to get up and go to cycle bar in the morning I just do it because like that's what I do and like that's how I live and so because I do that people just expect that Mm -hmm. you know they just know and and they will cater to I mean I'm not saying like everyone needs to cater to you but like you know they'll understand that and they'll cater to that whenever they're asking you plans like you were saying you're you know if you can be the girl that everyone wants to go to coffee and they're relieved to be around at target like I'm not the girl you're gonna call if you want to go out and have the time of your life at the bar right um I mean I'm not saying I'm like not fun at the bar but that's not my scene I'm the girl you you want to call if you want to go work out and like get smoothies at the press in the morning yeah and like go on a walk with like that's I'll I'll give you that I'll give you some motivation I'll do some self-love time with you but you know you you I heard this one time that you tell people how you want to treat them or how sorry you tell people how they are going to treat treat you you. yes how they should treat you why could I not say that with your actions yes with your actions you tell people how they should treat you with your actions and that is one of the most truest things I've ever heard in the entire world because you do yeah and it's not even just like when you say treat you you're not even just saying like oh, like, you should be nice to me because I'm a really, like, nice person and I go to cycle bar every morning. But you're saying, like, like you said, if someone asks you to have a sleepover, they know that you're going to wake up and you're going to go do your thing and, like, they know to expect that. And so they're not going to say, hey, Lily, do you want to come over at 11 o'clock tonight? Like, that's that wouldn't make any sense. They know that that's not going to be, like, really a time frame that, like, works with your schedule. Right. So people know, like ahead of time if you make it clear how you operate and you just kind of live by your morals like we were saying and your ideas and the things that you hold valuable and true like live lived to that and people will 
notice it and they will just kind of like naturally cater to that without Mm -hmm. even knowing yeah and one last thing um to kind of discuss I guess because I I feel like a lot of people struggle with this I don't know though if I've necessarily had to have had too much experience with this I guess Mm -hmm. um but Ellie I don't know if you have what your thoughts on this but setting boundaries with family members yeah um I guess I have kind of done that in small ways but I've never had a situation where I have to completely set this huge boundary with a family member um or anything like that so I don't know do you kind of have any experience with that well it's hard because I think yes but I think it's hard because when it's your family especially you feel so much guilt over it and there have definitely been times I'll preface it with this that I've set a boundary that was too intense for my family that like maybe if it was a friend that's one thing but like there's certain times where I've been too intense and too harsh and you know not answered the phone or not been there when I should have been can you give an example um I don't know like maybe if if um my mom's having a hard day but I'm also having a hard day and I like And I just still am like, you know what? No, I'm not answering your phone call. But like, just because I'm having a hard day doesn't mean that she's not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know that sounds really like simple, but I'll leave it at that. I just feel like, you know, with your family, you have to step it up a notch just because like that's, I feel like what we're kind of called to do for our families. And that's what I would want my family Mm -hmm. to do for me. Um, and there's just a little bit to that, like with trying not to be selfish too. Like, I feel like if you can, you can kind of get past yourself and get past your problem enough to like try to help them. But I will say where I do set the boundaries and I think it does help is two things. Number one, detachment. So I try really hard to detach myself from other people's problems. And this goes with friends and family. But like, if my mom calls me and tells me about a hard time she's having with X, Y, and Z, I try really hard not to take it on as my problem and I will help her you know attack it as her own problem and help her solve it if if that's what she wants or if she just wants uh, someone to listen Mm -hmm. I'll just listen um but overall and this goes with my sister this goes with my dad anyone I try really really hard when people talk to me to to just kind of like detach my own emotional aspects to it because I will become extremely emotionally unstable if I'm like you know feeling their feelings for them or if you're like so and so didn't take my advice on whatever and you get all caught up in it that's very self-aware of you to think that way yeah and so like I said it's uh, that allows me to be a better listener because I feel like a lot of times I think to myself oh I need to set the boundary I'm not picking up the phone but like that's not that's not really like the selfless thing to do that's kind of selfish Um, unless it's like really just like the end of your rope. Um, so I try to be there for people and this goes with friends too, and just kind of detach myself a little bit. Like I don't need to be as angry as they are about this because at the end of the day, like that's not my life, that's their life. And like, I don't need to take on their feelings, but I can help them work through them. So that is something I work on. And then the other thing is I just realize what situations are best for my family and I, like, similar how we talked about with um, friendships, like, I realize my mom and I always fight if we're on the phone, but if we FaceTime, we, like, don't, and I know that sounds really random, but I feel like when we're on the phone, like, we're usually both multitasking and we're getting, like, super irritated with each other because, like, you know, I'm on the phone with you and I just dropped my smoothie on the floor and, like, oh, it's your fault now, you know, that's kind of, like, how my head goes, like, I get irritated and I'm, like, why did I even answer the phone, like, my smoothie wouldn't be on the floor right now if I wasn't on the phone. Literally. But I feel like, yeah, I just, I try to FaceTime because I feel like FaceTime is more intentional and her and I will like look at each other face to face and like actually have a conversation. And I swear we never fight when we're on FaceTime. But like, if you've been around me when I'm on the phone with my mom, we like pretty much always fight when we're on the phone because we're both like getting irritated and multitasking and whatever. Yeah. Multitasking in general causes a lot of irritation, but we won't go there. So I I feel like that helps. And then also just like in general setting boundaries about like how often you answer your texts and stuff like realizing that if someone texts you, whether it's family member or a friend, even if it is like somewhat of an emergency, if you physically cannot answer them, like you're at work, you're in class, like whatever, you don't have to, you know, like I, 
I had to realize that like I didn't have to answer my phone every single time it rang and that helps just in general with friends right. family everybody well and with family specifically going back to that I have realized that like I get very annoyed in the morning because I like everything to be quiet in the morning and I am setting myself up for yeah. my day in the morning and when I'm at home my mom we're actually very like so psychotically similar it's like crazy so we but we can like butt heads a lot um and we also just operate the same and so in the morning she is extremely high energy and she's like Lily can you do this and this and uh don't forget about this and what about this like pick up this off the living room floor get your shoes whatever and when I like the first two hours of my morning I genuinely can't handle that like it's I'm just like I need my peace please I don't need to hear about that so I kind of like I guess that's that's like yeah considered a boundary and like mom just please don't bother me in the morning if I'm in Lexington if I'm here obviously if it's something important whatever but over just like random stuff I'm like please just give me two hours when I first wake up and don't bother me because it's gonna lead to an explosion and I'm gonna get frustrated and I said that in a really nice way I'm like if you need something a couple hours after I wake up go for it shoot me I've had my coffee like I'm gonna be easy to deal with I'm not gonna be in a bad mood but if not like more than likely it's it, it could go it could go down south and so um I tell her that and that alleviates a lot of conflict um I think that or I think boundaries can alleviate a lot of conflict if you use them in the correct way and you identify the correct boundaries that need to be put up and I think they are a really good tangible tool to use if you want to improve your life and improve the energy that's around it and ultimately like improve your mindset and the way that you live your everyday life yeah well and one last thing I'll add before we go I just think and I know you think this too one of the best ways to set boundaries especially one that won't hurt people's feelings as much is just being cautious of how you are with your phone and how you are with your phone time like turn off your activity status on Instagram nobody needs to know if you're mindlessly scrolling through Instagram and you didn't answer their text yet you can do that yes how I'll teach you you know what the heck set your do not disturb while you're sleeping set it during those couple hours you need in the morning to yourself you don't want to answer the phone and be mean to someone that's worse than just not answering the phone at all so I think yeah the one of the easiest and the most effective ways to set those boundaries is just by being conscious of when you're on your phone and how you're on your phone and who you're answering so that will really help on just like a day-to-day basis yeah the Instagram thing will really help because (laughs) yeah I didn't know I didn't know that and I probably hurt a lot of people's feelings when I'm like on my life with little health like doing business stuff and doing Instagram stuff and people think I'm like leisurely on Instagram and they're like why haven't you texted me back well well, there's certain times (laughs) where you just woke up and like maybe you're like super super tired and you like just want to like look at Instagram or something and you don't want to like answer all your texts yeah you know what I mean like it's nothing personal yeah or like it's super late at night and you wanted to watch a TikTok but like you weren't trying to like answer your phone yeah that's totally fine and like no one you don't owe anyone a response so anyway setting the boundaries with the phone is definitely a good place to start and then from there I'd work your way up to like you know what you do with people in your life your friends your family Mm -hmm. um but always be cognizant of like being a keeping who you are and who you want to be at the forefront that should be your north star because I feel like if you know that you are a nice person and you want to continue to be a nice person you will not go about your boundaries in a, yeah. in a negative and condescending way. I totally agree. Well, with that, you guys, we've been talking for so long. This episode, I really feel like was jam-packed with value. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, honestly, I really, really feel like we yeah. were really honest and raw and gave you guys some really good tips from past experience. And I feel like when we speak from experience, it's always the best because we've been through it, like we've right. done it. And I think everyone has kind of had to like put at least – stop behaviors like negative behaviors in their life at some point so I think boundaries are really really important and if you've made it this far I'm so so glad um (laughs) we just like love you guys are so supportive and um we're just so happy that you tune in and you yeah you're really supportive and you love our stuff so thank you thank you for listening seriously like actually thank you we really appreciate the um the audience that we've kind of been able to retain 
and um, send this to your friends. Yes. Duh. Because we'd love to have even more of you listening, but we really do appreciate you. We love you, and we are always open in the DMs if you ever yes. want to message us for instant responses or for podcast ideas. Think of us as like your big sisters, kind of, like yeah. from afar. Like, we got you. If you ever need anything, you have any questions, always DM us at the Life Actually Pod. Um, I always put our Instagram in the show notes, all of them. So feel free to head down there. Also, for anything mentioned in this episode, it will all be down there. But with that, we will see you guys in the next episode. Hope you have the best week. See ya.